0: Cue fake podcast music! Hello and welcome to Michigan <laughs> mayhem, the show about Michigan, murder, mysteries, histories, and other random mayhem from around the world. Your hosts are Ellie. And Jen. Alright, Jen, what you got, girl? Don't I sound so sweet when I'm like, and Jen, and Jen. Is that to lure them closer? Yeah. <laughs> Please sit yeah. down and listen to us. I'm totally innocent. Yeah. I'm a little ginger who would never choke anybody.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, Taylor, Michigan, back on my radar. You if have you, a thing no, for I, Taylor, Michigan. You're like, something's going down in Taylor, Michigan, and I'm going to find I it. I think that Taylor, Michigan, I mean, if you're, you yeah. live in Taylor, I apologize that I'm about to offend you, that I think there should be a wall.
0: Yeah.
1: I mean, they should just abandon ship. Just abandon like, Taylor? Just move out? Everybody yeah, it should be just a ghost town
0: because the craziest things happen there. We should leave it to be like one of those abandoned cities that are taken over by like cats or something. Yeah. <laughs> Rabbits, nests, dogs. Yeah, so when you told me something about Taylor, Michigan, I was like, I actually think I have an article that I could do that would kind of match yours. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So this uh, story is about a woman that was carjacked in the parking lot of Bed Bath & Beyond. And Taylor? They, in Taylor. <laughs> then kidnapped and strangled in Taylor. But not to death, though, right? Strangled to death? No, she did not die. Strangled to passing out? Passing out. Oh, jeez. I love when you jump through. Like, why, why even listen? Just turn your turn the podcast off now or fast forward to Allie's because now you already know. But it didn't happen. I'm going to let you know this happened at 80. I'm thinking this woman was shopping. I don't shop at Bed Bath & Beyond. I don't like Bed Bath & My parents do. They love that place. Wait, is that
0: the store where you go there and it's like stuff up to the ceiling? Like the whole, it looks like the whole store is full to the ceiling. Yeah, and it's
1: all like bath junk. You don't know, uh, like bath I think, house that, stuff. I think
0: that's where I got my massage chair thing once.
1: Really? I don't yeah. like it. I I just don't like the store. And I think it's way too expensive. Is that the one that always gives you the coupon though?
0: Yes. But that's but how they why fucking does, get me. That's but why they do they give me. you the
1: coupon? Because come to find out, my mom yeah. tells me. They they take expired coupons. Their coupons are always 20%. They send it to me in the mail. I know. Uh So it's always 20%. Uh Why do you continue to send a coupon when the person you sent it to can keep that coupon and have it forever because it doesn't matter? You just always get 20% off. Because they're hoping like every time you get a coupon, they'll make you go to the store. Okay. Well, maybe you should just give everybody 20% off and make it easier. Like, let's
0: be different. You know what? We need to call their marketing department right now and tell them that. I
1: know. So I thought, hey, she must have been shopping, but I don't, is Bed Bath & Beyond open at 8 a.m.? I mean, when do they open? She was in the parking lot at 8 a.m. Like, what were you doing in the Bed Bath & Beyond parking lot at 8 a.m.? Is someone who wakes up at 4 a.m. shopping?
0: Yeah. It, <laughs> but my question is, is it freaking open? What store is open at 8 a.m.? I don't know. I remember I've pulled up places before at 7 a.m. I'm like, you're not fucking open up and awake for hours. Oh, goodness. <laughs> yeah. It's not
1: my, everybody's not okay. Myers.
0: The other day I saw you post something on Facebook and I thought it was funny because I woke up two hours later. Like, you're like off to bed or whatever, two hours later. I'm like, look what she did. <laughs> <laughs> we are like the, the opposite as far as I'm mm-hmm. the early riser, you're the uh, late uh, sleeper. I do
1: get up early for work. Yeah, you do. 5.30, so. yeah. Sometimes I snooze until, like, 6.30. Do you? But on the weekends, I don't. Like, I got up at 7.30. And then I was like, oh, my God, I got to get up because you are coming to record. Right. And I did tell you that you could come at any time you wanted. And I thought, oh, my God, she gets up at 4 a.m. She's going to be here <laughs> in a half hour.
0: Oh, no, I had Michael and Ariana with me. So, <laughs> yeah, there's there's no moving. I had to wake her up for breakfast. Like, do you want to starve to death or would you like to wake up? <laughs> So what what are you doing? Uh, i I actually don't want to tell you. I wanted you to be surprised by the the first one, and I think oh. the second one is the one you like. I think you'll find the first one surprising. The second so one, you're, I think you're like, so you're not even gonna tell us what you're doing. No, I usually give you a theme, but not this time. Okay, so
1: I should just do mine first. That's why I was just like jump in. Yeah, jump let in because I've given you zero. That's how much I'm <laughs> giving you before I tell my story. So on June sixth, yes, 2019. Uh huh. A woman was at Bed Bath & Beyond in the parking lot at around 8 a.m. when she was carjacked, forced to drive around town and to stop at an ATM to withdraw money for the carjacker. He then... Drew, I mean, they drove around some more, I guess, and then they he forced her out of the car right off Eureka Road. Okay. He took her phone charger cord... And strangled her unconscious. Oh,
0: man. Like, uh, tried to, like, garrote her or whatever.
1: Yeah. And then left her there. I'm thinking he thought she was dead.
0: I agree with you. I think he did. Yeah, I think that when she passed out or whenever, maybe she even stopped breathing for a second, he thought, oh, she's dead. I'll just leave her here. But then she popped
1: back up. Yeah. So later on, she regained consciousness and was able to get to a local business called police. And then later... When I always
0: manage... I just always imagine that moment where you walk up into the uh, business. You're probably fucked up looking, possibly crying. She did. She had, like, lacerations on her neck and stuff like and that. And you're like,
1: Clearly, she was strangled.
0: Yes, and you're saying, please help me. Somebody just tried to kill me. They kidnapped me. They got my car. And that other person is like, holy shit, it's Tuesday. I'm like, <laughs> Like my Tuesday just went into the shitter. Like, what's up? Yeah. like I'm telling you, everything immediately I goes into chaos. Probably the
1: first thought in my mind was, I thought I was having a bad day.
0: Right? Yeah, you thought you had a bad day. Look at this poor woman tries to get some towels. Yeah. To properly wipe her ass dry, and this was what happens. Yep. She's almost murdered. So later on in the week, the
1: carjacker was actually arrested, driving her vehicle in Detroit.
0: So he was still driving it? Mm -hmm. He probably thought like, oh, she's dead, it's not going to get... That's why I thought he believed her
1: to be dead. Because why would he keep the car? Or he's just stupid.
0: Yeah, well, it could be he's stupid, he could be addicted to something, so maybe his thought process is not that hot. Or it could just be he thought, oh, nobody, it's going to be days before people find her. I have some time with this car. Yeah.
1: So you always have to be, you know, lesson is you always have to be aware of your surroundings.
0: True. You know, at any point, some guy's going to... Well, but like you, you and I have been marked. sometimes. They sneak up on you.
1: Yeah, they sneak up.
0: It happens. Sneaky little bastards. Yeah.
1: I didn't get the guy's name. It's not in any of the articles. Not yet. But any? maybe later on there it will be because I need to see this dude.
0: Are they still looking for him or do they know who no, he is? No, he
1: got arrested in oh, Detroit. Oh, that's right. Sorry. Yeah.
0: Sorry. Yeah. I'm pumped full of coffee. Not enough, obviously. You're right. Okay, but like I said, this week, I never drink coffee while we're at work. All week, last week, I drank coffee at work, and then even the day you weren't there, I went, took it one step further and drank coffee in the middle of the day. Whoa. Yeah, I thought either You're that, living on the edge. Yeah, I thought either I'm drinking coffee now, or I just go lay down somewhere and get fired. <laughs> like, and, I, and I drink coffee from the moment I yeah. get up to the moment I go to bed. I'm drinking coffee out of your coffee makes me poop mug right now. That tells you what level I'm at. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Okay,
1: Okay, hit me with what you got. Okay, so
0: this first one I think is going to be surprising to you. The other one you're going to be like, I know that theme. Okay. (laughs) So in Omaha, Nebraska, a man named David, and you're going to put this on your list, okay? This is going to go in your book of why not to be in a relationship. Are you ready? In Omaha, Nebraska, a man named David Krupa was casually dating a couple of women. Hmm. One was named Carrie Farver. She was a 37-year-old woman that he had last dated in 2012. David was also dating Shauna Goliar. And not long after, Carrie disappeared. And that's when the harassment starts. Carrie Farver was sending tens of thousands of emails. Tens of thousands of emails. You know that's a big fucking number. <laughs> <laughs> Texts and phone calls. There were They were threatening in nature. And they were being sent to David. Oh, I heard about this. All right. The women he was dating... Especially Shauna and his friends. And the communications went on for four years as David was seemingly stalked by Carrie. Shauna's property was vandalized. Her residence suffered a fire and she was shot in the leg. So through Holy the shit. whole process, yeah, Shauna Goyer stuck with David. All right. And right. Oh, two- I'm going to give her some credit. Right. I'm going to give her some real credit. Yeah. It must have been real good and bad. Yeah. Oh, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> so in 2012, Carrie had spent an evening with David and then disappears physically. Carrie would only contact people through social media and then the thousands of messages <laughs> that she sent to David and his circle of friends. her four-year-old son was abandoned um, with Carrie posting a Facebook message saying that she would be gone for an in- indeterminate amount of time so that she could quote sort things out end quote. Mm. She even posted that her son wanted to go with her, but she refused to take him. So, just to give you an idea, one email sent from Carrie's account in January of 2013 shows a woman bound and gagged in the trunk of the car. The email said that the person in the trunk was Shauna, and if David didn't agree to date her, her Carrie, then he would never see Shauna again. There were photos sent um, of David's home, his car, his children, with the subject lines "Watching." And subject lines of, see, I am really here. And thousands of texts in this manner were sent to David from 25 different phone numbers. Wow. Yes. She really worked it. Yeah. So in 2015, this is going on. And in the end, it goes on for four years. David Krupa broke up with Shauna, and the harassment began to slow down, and then it stops altogether. The police were working on tracing the emails, and they all led back to Shauna and not Carrie. So, Shana, Shauna, whatever this bitch's name is. Anyway, evidence led the police to believe that Shauna or Shana, ambushed Carrie shortly after she had a night out with David. So, Shauna jumps Carrie and kills her in 2012. Shana then begins to impersonate Carrie on social media and starts the harassing communications. What the fuck? Yes, yes, it's fucking her the whole time. When oh. detectives searched a storage unit that belongs to Shauna's ex-boyfriend, they find a tablet with a picture, with pictures on the memory card. One of the pictures was of Carrie Farber's left foot, which had a tattoo with the word "mother" in Chinese. So a forensic pathologist testified that there was evidence of decomposition in the picture of the foot, so they know she's dead. And she also noticed that there was a small white mark on her skin, which showed, which is a, called a scuff mark which appears when a dead person's skin is touched. And another picture showed a woman's thigh, and again, it was one of, Carrie tato- one of Carrie's um, tattoos was visible. So they're like, she has pictures of dead Carrie on this. Okay, card. hold on. Let's back this story. Yeah. On. Fuck is, me up, this too. Is this is, is why I thought I surprised Whoa. you. Whoa.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. So it was Carrie in
0: the beginning. or It was it never, never. Never. Carrie goes on a date, leaves David's house, shauna shanna whatever her name is jumps immediately carrie immediately kills her kills her and begins right away to impersonate her on social media says even says that i'm leaving to sort things out and my son tried to come with me and i like basically abandoned him so she's not just pretending to be carrie she's even being a dick as she's being carrie wow and the how remember shauna's house caught on fire she caught her own damn house on fire shot her own damn self in the leg
1: Wow, she... Dedication. Was, Put yeah, that in your
0: book. That is, that is serious <laughs> dedication. That, that's Damn. So, I yeah. mean, I'm
1: shocked, one. Yeah. I'm actually shocked, like, I would change my phone number. So I've been not... I have been stalked before. Yeah. And I just changed my phone number. Pretended if, I moved. But if David like, did,
0: Shauna would still find it because she's still dating him. Yeah, that is true. Because it wasn't her. It wasn't her. It was never Carrie. Oh. Yeah. So why did they break up? oh check this out well they just like finally after a while it was like a lot of drama and they just kind of broke up i mean he was still dating he other did women. it i think so
1: why did she put all that effort into it yeah well they were did on she and try out. to
0: kill him because i would think she would try to kill him but well, i up think there, she was creating that drama to make him want to be with her like look all this shit's happening and i'm sticking with you oh that fucking shit doesn't work i know oh yeah, so check no, this out what a waste i know Oh, it didn't work in the end, right? (laughs) You put in all that effort, he still broke up with you. Yeah. (laughs) So detectives were able to coordinate data from the cell phones and IP addresses that were tied to emails that were supposed to have come from Carrie, but were leaked to Shauna or Shanna, whatever that girl's name is. So there were also voice recordings of Shauna pretending to be a third person that she was trying to frame for a crime of killing Carrie. So she calls up and pretends to be a third person that she's framing that third person for killing Carrie. Yeah, but it's always her. Okay. Emails that described Carrie's murder as a stabbing that took place in Shauna's vehicle was found. So there's emails in which Shauna described stabbing Carrie inside her vehicle. And the emails were described how Carrie was then wrapped up in a tarp, set on fire, and then thrown away. The most damning evidence was when forensics also found blood soaked into the passenger seat of Shauna's car... And it matched Carrie's DNA. Whoa. So, Shauna Golier was given a life sentence in jail and another 18 to 20 years on top of that for when she committed arson, setting her house on fire. Now you know that's when cops piss you off. They're like, yeah, get her for the arson, too. And yeah. if we could get you for shooting yourself in the leg, we would. <laughs> so, there's that one.
1: So. Yes. Do we know what this woman did for a living? I mean, how do you go to work every day and manage to, con- I mean, I wouldn't give her credit. If she like had so, a job and she went to work eight hours a day and still managed to accomplish within all this four shit. years,
0: send thousands of emails, yeah. text from twenty five different numbers. I'm talking that's some serious dedication. You know how we talked about pen pals in jail? Mm-hmm. Some crazy ass dude needs to become her pen pal because she will one hundred percent devote herself to you. Yeah. Look at that! Look at that devotion. Yeah, I mean Damn. she'll kill you when she gets out. But while she's in there, there's a woman totally devoted to you. Yeah. (laughs) Holy moly. Right? That is so crazy. I know. So here's the one I think you're like, oh, yeah. This is why I was like, I've got one to go with yours. (laughs) So Anna Lee Cole had criminal charges for writing bad checks, and she was probably going to go to jail. To avoid jail time, she came up with a plan. And I wrote, Jen's going to like this plan (laughs) because it involves one of her favorite topics, Coworker violence. <laughs> oh, I know. I like it. So Annie worked with Stella Sproul at Transpac. It's an auto supply company in Sterling Heights, Michigan. So not Taylor, but okay. coworker violence. There you go. Um, they arranged to meet up at each other with each other at Stella's lunch period. Stella was going to give Annie an application to a, a department store. So instead of Annie showing up, two teenage males arrived. Their names were Leander Foster and Steward McCoy. They told Stella that they were sent by Annie, and then they pulled a gun out. The two then had Stella drive to a vacant building in Detroit, where they then shot her in the head three times. They then, then took Stella's car and the $8 that were in her purse. Okay. Sad as hell. Yeah. Yeah. So police then received a phone call from a woman named Betty Cole, and I'm air quoting. Nobody can see that. Betty Cole. Betty told police that her sister, Annie Cole, was missing. So this is Annie Cole pretending to be Betty. Mm -hmm. Betty then explained that she had received a strange phone call about where her sister might be. And police were then directed to the abandoned building in Detroit where Stella's body was found. Annie then shows up to the building, told police she was Betty Cole, and identified Stella's body as her own. Wow. Wow. She then requested for the body to be cremated that day. <laughs> and Annie's plan to kill her old criminal identity and assume Stella Spruels was almost complete. So she's like, I'm going to kill her. I'm going to kill myself because I have bad credit. I'm going to get in trouble for bad checks. And I'm going to pretend to be Stella Sproul because she's got her shit together. Jesus <laughs> Yes. So according to police um, chief deputy George Clarkston, the funeral home was about to burn the body, but the police didn't feel like they had the complete story. Like, ah, oh, this is kind of a rush, weird job, you know. So during the follow up, the police were able to find Annie's brother, who let the police know that she was still alive. And he's like, "There's no Betty, and Annie's fine." <laughs> so the biggest break came when Annie used. Stella's oh, damn brother! Yes, that would be my brother. Right, he my would, brother would do that shit. Yeah, he would t- totally darken yeah. you. Yeah. Uh, The biggest break came when Annie used Stella's credit card on the night that Stella was murdered at a department store It was caught on video. Annie's children, twin 10-year-old girls, testified against her. They told the courts how their mother was lying to the department store personnel about how she got the credit card because they were questioning it, right? Because she's not Stella. And they told the courts about their mom driving them to the scene of the crime and the funeral home. Oh, Jesus. And at the funeral home, Annie told her girls not to refer to the, her as their mom, but to call her Aunt Betty instead. Stella had been, had been selected as a victim because she had a, quote, good name, end quote. Oh,
1: okay.
0: So, Annie was charged... I mean, that's how I would pick one. Yeah. you got to have a good name. Right? You don't want to pick somebody else who also has criminal yeah, charges. I want, like, somebody with the last name Dick or something. Oh, no. I would hate to be yeah, Miss Dick. So. <laughs> so, Annie was charged and convicted of first-degree premeditated felony murder. Okay, sorry. She was charged and convicted of first-degree premeditated murder, felony murder, and armed robbery. I read an appeal by Annie Lee Cole in which all her attempts were denied. So she tried a couple things. So one example is she tried to say her mom didn't have authorization to allow the police to search the room that she was using as a bedroom, but the courts disagreed. Mm-hmm. So one thing that did catch my interest was at the bottom of the appeal, it mentioned that she had not pointed out that she was convicted of both first-degree premeditated murder and felony murder, and that that was against the constitutional guarantee against double jeopardy. So the appeal noted that the felony murder charge had to be dropped, but the other court convictions were affirmed. So they said, we have to adopt the felony murder. You can't get her on two counts of the same thing, but everything else is fine. That's it. So according to the Otis, because I always like to look him up on Otis, yeah. the Offender Tracking Information System, Leander Foster, the person who did shoot Stella, was given life in prison for armed robbery. He also received thirty-three to sixty years for first-degree premeditated murder, and two years for a felony weapons charge. I couldn't find Stuart McCoy in Otis, hmm. so I don't know. It could be he's been released by now, and they don't. They don't. Keep the information yeah. once the prisoner's released. And he, so far, I think only did the kidnapping as far as he didn't actually have the gun. He didn't shoot her. God, he spent all that
1: time in jail for eight bucks. Yes, and I didn't want to tell you what... Now, did, how did, were they? Well, how were they
0: connected? How were these guys Cause connected? Because she said that she, the two guys, they were just... Um, Annie just knew them. Just knew them. They were friends. So, like, this guy's not, like,
1: dating her. Not that I'm aware of. I think I read, oh, "Oh, you're my friend, and you want me to murder this person? Oh, sure. Oh, no.
0: She said in one article, like do remember Andy saying in one article about Leander, she said, I know he's the type of guy that could get a job done, so he must have somehow, they knew each other in a way, and she's like, yeah, he could murder someone, and he did, so she picked right, you know what I'm saying? And I didn't want to tell you what the theme of my paper was, because it's a killer assumes the victim's identity, because I thought I would give everything away, (laughs) so I didn't want to tell you. I love the first one. That's
1: freaking great. Isn't because it? It's
0: always. And yes. you can tell the and you David- never
1: know. See, this is how you never know a person. You- I tell you. You really just need to be it- single and never go out of your home. 100% disagree.
0: But remember how I always said that? Remember I told you this was actually fitting. <laughs> but the thing is, the w- the one part I was like, David, pull your head out of your ass. Because <laughs> David Krupa, the guy that was kept saying, well, this whole time I thought it was Carrie. I thought it was Carrie. Motherfucker, Carrie's been dead since 2012. Wake up! It is that Shanna, Shauna girl, who killed. Who's so been he doing still this.
1: believes. Well, he kept
0: saying, I, "I have a hard time believing it." This whole time, I thought it was Carrie. Well, fucking believe it! She's dead. Well, been yeah, dead. It's
1: proof.
0: There's emails in which she discussed how she killed her, and there's evidence that she killed her in said manner. <laughs> so, I'm just like what? Holy moly! I know. I, I think. I'm just saying. I'm. That's why I see. I'm not ever leaving my house. I'm not arguing with that one because I can't. <laughs> <laughs> that is crazy. Yes, you've been listening to Michigan Another Mayhem with Allie and Jen. Connect with us at michigananothermayhem.com to join the conversation, listen to the podcast, access show notes, find site links, or correct us when necessary. Rate and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Anchor, and YouTube. Bye-bye now.